So, okay. uh, he- hello, everybody. Welcome to the Beta Banquet Podcast. We are on episode 10, the big one zero. Ooh. Hooray. As you can <laughs> tell, uh, Zach isn't with us today. I think he might have a case of the sniffles, but here with me, I have Maddie. Hi. Maddie. Hi. Why don't you introduce yourself? Tell us what you do and just a little about yourself as much as you want. Hi, my name is Maddie. Um, I am friends with Armana, and I personally, I'm an artist. I do a lot of abstract. Um, for instance, in an old town that I used to live in, I did a eight foot by ten foot mural all by myself. A pretty, just a bunch of koi fish, and yeah, I'm very. I'm very new to the podcast scene, if you couldn't tell, but um, I recently moved to, do you say what state you live in, or do you not want that disclosed? Yeah. No, we say, because we, I tell them, like, oh yeah, I live in Maryland, and then Zach lives in West Virginia. You can tell them, fucking tell them. Yeah, I live in Maryland, Yeah, I moved here like four months ago, and I'm just like, finding myself, as well as like, establishing... Like, what's the word? Like, me and my husband are finally actually on our own and not under a military regime, as you would say. <laughs> <laughs> so, I guess, ooh, like, uh, icebreakers. So, yeah. what made you want to join the military? And then you could be as open as you want about it, or if you want to hold details, of course, don't let us stop you. Uh mm share as much as you feel comfortable so i've always been a part of a military type family um instance like we were all army i lived in missouri for a long long time and so i was always around military lifestyle i moved out to about to jacksonville north carolina about five years ago because me and my mom wanted to be next to the beach and mm-hmm. it's much better climate than Union, Missouri <laughs> um, which no one can really pinpoint on a map unless you have Google Maps unless you <laughs> unless you have Google Maps and then we can play the uh... game of which house because <laughs> <laughs> there's, like... there's only like about a hundred maybe more I mean, you guys have a Walmart, so... No, and a Jack in the Box. And a Jack in... Is Jack in the Box good? Oh, I think Jack in the Box is the best thing ever for how much it costs. (laughs) Um, (laughs) You can get deep fried tacos there. And churros. Ooh, deep fried tacos. And a fry takeout box. A fry Oh my, so I see you guys, you guys have a Sonic. I'm looking at literal map of the town as we speak. But yeah, you guys have a Sonic, which is everywhere. Um, love their yeah. chili dogs. Um, we had oh, a steak fuck. and shake like 10 minutes away. Let me, um, let me pull up a map as well. You guys have Quick Trip as well. I haven't seen a Quick Trip since the to- since I lived in Georgia. Um, I don't know if I mentioned this on the show before, but... Uh, of course, like as everyone knows, I am born, I am a Maryland native. I was born and raised here and then halfway through that, 
uh, when I was in like my teens, I moved to Georgia with my mom just because houses were cheaper and uh i eventually uh when it was time to graduate my mom but it was never a question of if uh if i was going to college it was when i was going to go to college and i just didn't know where and well not even when but just like where i was going to go more specifically and i told her hey i think i want to move back home it was like a couple months before like the my senior year and i was just like yeah like Georgia isn't for me. Like, I'm not happy here at all. And it's funny talking about it now because I would, <clears throat> excuse me, I I would sit back now as a 25-year-old adult and I would just think to myself, man, like, I really just wasn't happy when I was in Georgia, even as a kid. Like, I didn't know why, but I just wasn't happy. Is that kind of, have yeah, you had a similar feeling living outside definitely... of Missouri? I can definitely... Yeah, I can definitely get with that. Um, so, reference, because I highly doubt anyone else is looking up Franklin County, Missouri. Um, Franklin County, well, Union, Missouri, where I'm from, is like 11,000 people. And that's a bump up from what there was when I lived there. And then, I want to say Jacksonville, North Carolina, heavy military town. Like, there's literally, I want to say, like, like three smaller base. Well, Camp Lejeune's not that small. But, um, like, there's, like, a couple different bases and base accesses. So, like, you're looking at, like, a, a city made for, like, 60,000 people. But with, like, military influx, it's bumped up to around seventy to 80,000 people. So, um... But definitely when I, the reason why I, like, pressured my mom at, like, 17, no, I was 16, sorry, 16 to, like, move somewhere else is because, like, I'm not meant for a small town. Mm-hmm. Um, especially a small rural, rural town where we would have tractor parades. I just, oh. <laughs> I just don't think that matches my vibe. Um, obviously this is a podcast, so you guys can't see me. I just don't. I just don't throw off the tractor vibe. You don't like doing the whole... What is that? There was a short film I saw on YouTube. It was something, something about racism. But it was basically just kind of like these... (laughs) It's... I don't know. I forgot what it's called, but it was literally like... I don't know if you've seen it or a friend has seen it, but it was like uh, this redneck family went grocery shopping... And mm-hmm. then there was a black man when they were like checking out, he was like playing with an acting figure of his son. And son was just like, yeah, yeah, toys. And then the guy was just like, don't harass my son. And then the black dude's like, hey, man, chill. And then when he went outside, him and his like redneck buddies like beat him up. And uh, I think what had happened was they kidnapped a redneck and p- tattooed his skin black. And his son ended up killing him because it was supposed to be like an irony, like, oh, you taught your son to hate, and he did, and he ended up killing you, kind of thing. Oh. Mm, so, no. At least the people that... <laughs> <laughs> at least the people that I hung out with, um, a lot of the... So, like, during the... I'm not saying, like, Union did that, but... No, yeah. Go go ahead, Mm, go ahead. I wouldn't say the people that I hung out with and the majority of the population that, but do you you know about, like, Ferguson, Missouri? Um, 
God, that sounds. I know it's a place, but something happened there. Like that's where a lot of. I'm trying to think of what year it was. It was like a good. It was like in the teens. I'm looking it up right now because, like, I know kind of what happened, but I also don't want to sound ignorant because when it happened, I was <laughs> literally like, "What's the word?" I was. Oh, that's where Michael Brown. Um, he was what... shot and killed in 2014 by an officer. Yeah, that's what it was. I remember for a while. Let me. What year was it again? Um, 2014 in August. Yeah, that's right. Because I remember I was a senior in high school, and they kept talking about that, and I was yeah. just like, "What?" And it it was Michael Brown, and like I don't know why the name didn't stick with me because I guess because it was a super generic name. Like, rest in peace, Michael Brown. Oh, I remember this kid. Rest mm-hmm. in peace, Michael Brown. But like, yeah, most I definitely. Just kept- yeah, but I kept hearing Ferguson, Ferguson, Ferguson. I'm like, what the fuck is going on over there? <laughs> yeah, like, peace and love to the family, and I don't really want to, like, bring up, like, old wounds that are still definitely, like, open. Mm-hmm. The climate that we're in now. But, um, yeah, so that put off a bunch of protests, rightfully so. Mm-hmm. I-, I feel like different audiences obviously they were a little bit more wider um (laughs) they took a negative reaction to the pain that the african-american community um felt actually that's a great i'm honestly thank you for bringing it up because i was gonna ask you as someone who was in missouri at that time and i'm looking at a map here union is a little bit a ways from ferguson but what was kind of something that you recall like seeing when this happened so i remember in rolla so if you can zoom out a little bit let me look Mm -hmm. for it i think rolla is closest to what's the word (sighs) kind of near i find it it's kind of near um sullivan no let me look it up yeah, you're about an hour away. An hour. Sorry, Rosebud. Sorry, my. Bu- yeah, I'm about 45 minutes. Sorry. Rosebud. <laughs> yeah, yeah. These are some nice names. So yeah, okay. Now I know. So do you see? So there's Union in the middle. There's Buford, mm-hmm. Leslie, Gerald, and then there's Rosebud. I remember. Uh, so I was a freshman in high school when this all happened. I remember. Um, we're going to this um, one restaurant. Really good cake. That's all, mm-hmm. like really good, like home cooked food. And during all, like I want to say, like a week after the shooting happened, um, I want to say no. I remember um, seeing a bunch of signs plastered everywhere with the hard R and telling them, basically threatening their lives um, with watermelon. Castrated every, not castrated, cascaded everywhere, mm-hmm. and like Kentucky castrated. Fried Chicken, castrated. You know, mm-hmm. take the balls right off. Mm-hmm. Um, no, cascaded around like the area and like fried chicken everywhere. You know, like stereotypical like 2010 racism, mm-hmm. and just seeing that and like, I think that's where like the first time like I actually like questioned like. Like, that was the first time I've, like, experienced, like, racist acts, I guess you could say. And I guess it made you question the moral characters of just kind of your peers and everyone around you? Yeah, and, like, 
because like I knew I know that Missouri's a red state. Like it's not very, especially where I lived. Like St. Louis is different. St. Louis, you have a lot of different, um, a lot of more like um, moderate point of views. Wouldn't necessarily say it's liberal, but like mm-hmm. you have a lot more character there. It's it's mm-hmm. kind of since it's kind of close to Chicago in a way. It's like the next big city to Chicago. You have a lot of um, yeah, like oh, yeah, Springfield, it is, it is. Chicago, all of them around there. Like you kind of get like the melting pot asset, like Chicago is. So um. Hmm. I knew that if I, like, at the moment that I was, like, 14 and, like, we I was seeing all this. Because, like, it, it was, like, um, what's that one? Like, you know how, like, during the um, making America the gunshot around the world? That's what kind of how it felt like it was the gunshot around Missouri, you know? Like, it just, like, set off a whole, like, whirlwind of chain reactions and, like... Kind of just like you just think about like oh what would have happened if um that never happened and like we just had decent human beings mm-hmm. and so like I knew from right, then right, I was exactly, like okay exactly. I don't want to stay here um now I was like at that point I was like oh, maybe I could go up like Kansas City um um Missouri um what is it Mizzou like Columbia area, I was like, maybe I could go up there, maybe go into inner city mm-hmm. St. Louis. I knew like I didn't want to stay there, be stay where I was because also, small town is like it's literally a highway town. Like you can see, Highway 50 goes through my town. And I was gonna say too, when you live in a small town like that, there's not yeah. much uh, in terms of like opportunity, like career wise mm-hmm. too, because uh, you're in college, just like me. Well, yeah, we're both in college right now. But I'm assuming too, while you were living in Union, you wanted to go to college as well. But there's oh, not yeah, really I felt much like, opportunity. So like, I feel like if I were to stay like in that. Union, I would have definitely like probably like probably would have got my like library science degree and worked at the library or be a teacher. Mm-hmm. Um, if I wanted to stay in Union, mm-hmm. like I probably would have went down the career path of becoming a band director and like music direction, like. It's kind of funny because, like, we, I was talking about how it's a highway town. I literally just scrolled in. And I could see the, like, road I lived on. Um, very funny. Very funky fresh. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, like, now I'm comparing, like, um, we're zooming out. And it is kind of weird also. And, like, I just see, like, a different, like, career path in each, like, state I lived in. Like, Missouri. I was like, oh, I want to be a teacher. I want to do music. Mm-hmm. And then... I went to North Carolina and I was like, oh, let me try some IT. Like, I'm very, I'm very smart and I Mm -hmm. understand the database and I understand and I understood it and I was really good at it, but I was bored out of my ever loving mind. Like, it's just not, it wasn't challenging me the way I want a career to challenge me. Now we're here (laughs) and I, and I'm right. going to school for human resources <laughs> and doing. I was going to say, and hopefully we're going to see if that kind of sticks or not. Cause I thought I wanted to try human resources as well. Cause I was like, Oh, okay. Like you get to help people, but 
I we we worked at a specific for a specific company, and I learned that way that yeah, HR isn't exactly what I thought it yeah. was. It's more paperwork, of course, but it's not as much helping people as I thought it'd be. So I quickly lost interest. I usually thought like the whole like. Oh, the meme of just like, oh, HR is to protect the company, not to protect employees. And it is true to an extent. And it's like, uh, now learning that that truth, it makes me just kind of not want to be much interested at all. So it's like, eh. so right now, like after I graduate, mm-hmm. like I'm looking into maybe looking into like IT. Uh, I know there is a payroll position at a federal agency that yeah. I'm interested in trying out. Honestly, I want to see how that goes because doing the payroll stuff is. And easy. I think that's like you do it from home. You can do it. Feel in your like sleep. what I'm doing because like also how I, when I'm looking at my like course, like what I need to do in like what, like three to four years, um, really it's a lot of I have to take a lot of psychology, at least my university. Uh, so like I'm I'm probably gonna get mm-hmm. a degree in human resources but i'm gonna say it's business psychology which is what it is to understand the trends of how people work together and i mean so i guess business sociology and you have to discover how your market affects potential hires and your current employees um so i see it more like that but also i could just use right now everybody's so desperate in theory that they just want you to have a degree at this point. Like, and I feel like getting a human I resources mean, honestly, degree, honestly. a business degree in general, is just a really good start, especially because I don't know what I want to do. Like, I remember um, painting that mural in Jacksonville, North Carolina, and um, I had people come up to me and ask me if I was an art student. And I was like, no. I got disappointed. They thought that I was like this <laughs> epitome of starving artist. <laughs> and literally, I'm like, no. It... Yeah. So it sounded like they had this image of you in their head. or They were, ready. They were, they were willing to buy to me boba because I did it at a boba to shop. Feed you. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, and like, I, I just. I would have been like, yeah, I'm broke as she, fuck. And that was <laughs> when I was like majoring in cybersecurity. I was like, no, actually, like, I'm a cybersecurity major. Like, I'm really interested in that. And, like, I just saw, like, mm-hmm. the light, like, drop from her eyes when I said that, oh, I, I'm in STEM and I paint. I'm like, okay. <laughs> because it's not. What's the word? It's. Sorry. Like, it's. It's funny that you mentioned that too. No, you're good. It's funny that you mentioned that too because you see this big push of like women in STEM because they need more women in STEM. I think that's something mean. I don't know if me and Zach actually talked about this on the show, but like the fact that a per- a woman looked at you when you told her, "Oh, I'm interested in STEM," and that just no, made yeah. her sad. But I mm, also feel like that's kind of fucked up. But okay, like, you know. Also, like, let me before I say something. Let me look it up. <laughs> I will. <laughs> I was gonna say, say something vile. Just say it. Yeah, I'm s- real so out like, of pocket. My thing is, is like I still even see like my mate. Well, not my major, like indirectly, but like for instance, my friend, she's a sociology major, and like I definitely can see that under like data science, 
and science. I definitely think that I class. She doesn't classify herself mm-hmm. as a STEM major. I classify her as a STEM major because STEM major because like there's a lot that goes into understanding people. And, like there could be the argument. Oh yeah, like mm-hmm. she takes assets from a STEM career. She's not necessarily a STEM major, but I definitely classify her as one because it's a lot of work. Uh, to have um. Empathy and such a structural thing. Because all, most, I'll say most, sociology work is like non for profit, like data gathering. It's literally like you're doing science, but you're, ex- it's like, uh, like if an English major were to do their science project, if that makes any sense. Like there's, there's going to be more. Th- it's gonna, there's going to be more elaboration as to why it we're does. gathering this data and why we need to know this data. Yeah, I, I'm not going to be like, oh, mm-hmm. bio majors don't tell me why I need to know why my insulin receptors are failing because of blah, 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 blah. They do that. But I feel like there's more of an empathy that comes to the science of mm-hmm. social sciences. No, yeah, definitely. And I, it's always argued as well that um, you have you seen the argument of just kind of like how you see an AI for like cameras that yeah. it sometimes doesn't correctly get people with darker skin tones and stuff like that. And, and like those are like those are probably one of the more like contemporary mm-hmm. and like uh, problems that we see like more commonly. And there are people who argue that like, oh no, we don't need social sciences, we don't need uh, social justice classes. But you need those classes for these very same problems, or you're going to get problems like this, or you're going to get problems where it's just like we're going to introduce this really advanced medicine or technology, but we got to test it on like a subject, and it's like okay, well, like this is a medicine for people. Let's just get some yeah. homeless people and just experiment I on them. Like, like, this is an MK ultra. Like, like we're not trying to do that. Sociologists and psychologists are the people who regulate the scientists. It's like. So, like, if, like, you're saying, like, oh, let's get all these homeless people to test all these experimental drugs because, you know, we think they're expensive. The sociologist in the room is going to be like, what the fuck? Like, let's, let's back it down here. Like, right. If we're going to do that, there needs to be some sort of incentive for them because we're going to put them, let's say the drug doesn't work or whatever, and they're going to be already even more on rock bottom, I guess you could say. Oh. Mm-hmm. it's just like they're we're, we're gonna go like they're already dealing with the pain of being homeless what are we Inject. who are we to just go mm, so like we're just gonna like put the serum hey, in you that could be one you might grow an extra arm or two but hey you know exactly it's just like hey you could like cut it off and eat it might regrow because you're starfish now surprise but <laughs> surprise. Surprise. Exactly. Like the hawk, but that's why I that's why I always <laughs> say, like, oh yeah. Say, oh, I'm friends with a STEM major, you know, and because <laughs> I'm not a STEM major, I could never I tried it, couldn't be it. Was it, didn't like it. <laughs> like my friend's STEM major, even though she doesn't agree she's a STEM major. <laughs> 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 but yeah. College. <laughs> Hate it. Yeah, I'm going to be done with it soon. How much do you have left? Uh, <laughs> when are you supposed to be graduating? Probably 2025. Is it, 
It's not bad. That's not it bad. It takes hey, like I oh. every. <laughs> I took like a gap like, year. Um, no, oh, go ahead. Because <laughs> I was just like, um, at that point, I was like majoring in music education, and they were like, "Yeah, um, your tuition, <laughs> sitting at home, with your tiny bedroom with a marimba, which is like it's a five foot two long instrument, a tiny bedroom." Oh, I couldn't imagine that, and nor could I fork out the money to sit at home. So I was just like, let me work and figure mm-hmm. out my life. Now I'm here, married, and um, going to college. Everyone in my family thought I wasn't going to go to college and thought I was just going to work at Taco Bell for the rest of my life. But guess what? <laughs> I work at Target. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> so so it's funny that you mentioned like graduating oh i just hit my hand but so it's funny you mentioned grad uh co- graduating uh college like later because you know i'm graduating now at, like 25 i'm going to be 26 uh this coming march but it's just uh you see there's been like recent reports of like oh there are like an influx of people who are just graduating later and later like there are people like us who go to college at like 18 or, you know, or you take a gap year and, and, grad, and take, go to college at 19, but you see more of them graduating when they're like 24, 25 and 26. And there are a lot of like opinion pieces saying, oh, there's no shame in graduating later. And even right here, it even says, according to the National Center for Education Statistics, in 2019, only 41% of college students graduate in four years. And yeah, there's no shame in graduating late at all. You're getting your degree at the end of the day, but it's just the fact that like you, there's more normity mm. in just leaving col- graduating college like later. You know, like the more I see, like I used to feel bad when I was 24, and it's like, oh, I got one more year. Like I'm gonna graduate college when I'm 25. Like I should get my life started. Like this is where I should be. Like being on my own but of course like with the economy and everything um you can't exactly do that so that's perfectly fine and even now like sure i graduated at 25 but i'm also grateful that i did work since my first year at college so at least unlike a lot of people who are gonna have problems finding a job i am gonna graduate with my bachelor's degree yeah. on top of that and i have I feel seven like years of that's work experience, where so. i'm at because um I'm 20 years old and I've been a manager at another retail store before Target and I was a dietary manager at a nursing home before that. I was probably like, that was when I was like young, young, like I was on a worker's permit and I was already a manager. Um, And I just, that, so the nursing home was in in Missouri. So I was on a worker's permit there and then I was... I was a manager at Jacksonville, yeah, at a different, not a different mm-hmm. retail institution, institution, store. <laughs> now, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> no, you're but, fine. So, like, I think me having all of these different um, leadership titles on my resume is going to show addition to my, uh, my degree. I don't necessarily want degree to be the only like star on my resume 
because I'm a hard worker and I know I'm a hard worker. Right. I don't want you to think, oh, I, my high GPA and my, I'm very studious, but I also want that to reflect in my physical work. Like, I'm not afraid to, like, work 11 fucking hours every single day a week. <laughs> and I'm not afraid to, like, shit end of the job gets done. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's see, I and that's the thing. I feel like I should have kept up another way by just you know like picking up a managerial position. I kind of wish I did that, but at the end of the day, it's like eh, you know, it's it's yeah. Whatever. I kind of feel like you I'm just really doing do it, and like I'm now, just being so. prepped for it because like why not? No, like they see something in me and they want to develop me. What's the harm in them develop me developing me? It's only gonna make me better. That's true. But I think for me it's just like I would rather be developed for a different like company or agency, you know, instead yeah. of just where I currently am right now. No offense to them, but I yeah, just like, because like your focus is that different. Makes sense. In my focus, because like in the end of the day, where we work, it's a business, and I'm getting a degree in a business field. Um, you want to get into more IT. Mm-hmm. Um, the company we work for doesn't really um a lot of IT things unless that are worth it. Unless you go to like corporate side, or like if you go to HQ, which is in mm-hmm. Milwaukee, which. Yeah, exactly. Um, fuck eh, I, no, fuck that. I feel like the most I would do is just be an hourly manager. I would not go above. I feel like there's way too much that you have to do to achieve. I just simply don't care about. I just feel like honestly, I personally wouldn't go for the out the man that hourly manager position because even talking with some people like who who are like higher up, they mentioned too like yeah, that's probably like the hardest place to be is in that like you have that regular employee, mm-hmm. that manager, that super manager, and then that store manager position. It's just being in that yeah. manager position is probably the most stressful of it all. And that's why, because, yeah, and that's why for me, it was just kind of like, yeah, I was never interested in moving up. Like, no offense to you or, like, the company. It's just not where I see yeah, myself and I feel developing. Like, so. I, and I feel like there's a lot of sense. different, like, there's still great skills you can develop as um, a team member versus manager. Mm-hmm. I feel like being on the team is just as important as managing it. As who's going to do the work if you're not there. Because, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like, like, for instance, today, like, mm-hmm. there's not enough. We had to come together in order to get somewhat of a success rate. Because our forecast was obliterately wrong and it doubled. So, like, we had to work together. <laughs> yeah. 
And half that's not even yeah. our fault. It's just kind of just poor management. Just going like, eh, you know what? You guys will be fine. Yeah. It's like we're like a week before like, Christmas. Are you out of your minds? Like, I also just like <laughs> sat back and like like you're saying, it's like a week or two before Christmas. I'm just, okay. A week or two before Christmas. Everybody is stressed out, upset. And I just like try not to take it to heart because so many people are so nasty, especially around this time of year. And I've never seen people be this nasty. Like not just talking about coworkers, but like um, customers as well. Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. Welcome the to Maryland, first... baby. Yeah. We <laughs> the are first sick. interaction I had with someone we other than people awful. I know, because like it was like <laughs> second week I moved to Maryland. I went to the mall. And this, I was like mm-hmm. in a group of like four people. Mm-hmm. We were in American <laughs> Eagle. So the most hoity-toity. Uh, mm-hmm. Which which mall was... did you go to? Rundle Mills. One with the Build-A-Bear in the. Rundle Mills. That's um, the one by the casino. Yeah. In the food court. Yeah, that's around the mills. Yes, yeah, sir. very slimy. And like we were oh. in the American Eagle, one <laughs> of my friends was trying something on, and the other people were looking at the rack. And this girl, she came through one of my friends and like pushed her out of the way of the rack. You know, <laughs> my <laughs> my fucking southern <laughs> hospitality came out, and I said, you know, an excuse you would be polite. And she looked at me like I just ran over her dog when I said that. And, like, she just yeah. looked at me, and she just, like, gonna... thought, like, she was, <laughs> I bet you she was, like, killing me with her eyes. Like, she was, like, my death. She was like, hmm, what kind of car do you look like you drive? Mm. I'll find it. <laughs> like, it looked like she was about to slash me. Like, it looked like she was going to hunt me down later and, like, stalk me. And, what? <laughs> like, she just... No, I think she. No, I mean like telepathically, like with her eyes. She was trying to be like, "Mm, she drives. Oh, okay. Moped. Like, she's just trying to. Yeah, like she was just so offended because I called her out for her doing something very rude. Yeah, that was my first Maryland experience. Mm. (laughs) Oh yeah, you're gonna you're gonna see the worst of the worst there. Well, around the mills is full. You got people from Baltimore. So you're already dealing with people who are going like, to kind of be trouble. But you also deal with people who yeah. are um, coming from the casino. Because the casino is like right there. Yeah. That's why and, uh, like, the, around the so, mills has so much traffic. <laughs> first time I've ever like been near the casino was we use the parking garage when we go over there. We go to like the top and use the elevators mm-hmm. because it's like less vacant and it's so much easier to park there. And... We were going mm-hmm, down, mm-hmm. and I caught a glimpse of a casino. Never seen one before in my life. Like, I've seen the one in movies. But I was just like, oh, my God. Like, we, like, North Carolina, <laughs> you don't, there's no gambling. I think it's outlawed, or there's, like, a law that prohibits, like, heavy gambling, mm-hmm. like, casinos. Missouri, I don't remember there being, like, a casino. I remember oh, my right, aunt would go on, like, like, the, you know, yeehaw. Did I disconnect myself? Yeah, I think you did because you just kind of stopped talking. Where, where did I leave second. off? But it's oh, okay. No. Let's keep going. We're gonna I think keep my, going. My wife, my wife just cracked out on me, and I was just like, mm, "You're talking about a casino, <laughs> slander? No, 
That was my Wi-Fi telling us to change the topic. <laughs> um, Flander. <laughs> but um, yeah, North Carolina outlawed uh, casinos because you know it, it, they already deal with alco- alcoholism down because there's nothing to do. So uh, because like, you know have these people broke. That's so. something. Uh, culture nah. shock. Um, y'all don't have liquor or like alcohol in your grocery stores. Okay, it's so funny you mentioned that because I would get so fucking annoyed when people would ask me, hey, man, where's the beer or the wine? And, like, I would look at them like, are you fucking with me? And I'm just like, oh, we don't sell that here. But then I learned, I didn't realize until, like, someone actually told me, no, I went to Virginia and Mm -hmm. I figured it out. I was just like, oh, they sell, like, beer and, and, like, wine in the grocery stores. And I feel like, and I learned that I think we're one of the few states that don't sell, like, alcohol in our no yeah stores, even like my husband Walmart who is stuff, like you have a maryland native like mm. he, he was in north carolina for like four years for his military enlistment and um so he came back from there from his eas and came back here and the first thing he said when he went shopping with me he goes where's the beer section oh this is shit <laughs> and i was like okay yeah, because, like, it was just so convenient to do it all there. The only bad part about it was I remember we went into Walmart, and, you know, we were married for a year. And I was – we had groceries, mm-hmm. and he wanted to get, like – it was during the holiday season. He wanted to get, like, the Hershey's Yingling or whatever. And we went through the line, and mm-hmm. they were like, can we see your IDs? They were going to, they ID'd both of us, even though we have the same last name and I'm obviously married to him because my ID card said spouse on it. Um, They were like, you guys have to purchase separately or Mm -hmm. you have to go somewhere else. Like you can't be here. And I looked at them. I said, even if we're separate, it's still coming back to the house that I live in that I pay rent for. So irregardless that I'm 19. <laughs> you aren't stopping anything. I think. Yeah, they wanted. I get it. Like I, I. I think it's just kind of like on it. the camera. Like, like, yeah. It's like it's just the faction of like, oh, yeah. you could have let it slide though. You know what I mean? True. Yeah, but that could be that person. Like that job could be paying their bills. That's why I can't do it. Like the whole like. Oh, like if someone, uh, usually some people forget mm-hmm. like my order or like even like the restaurant or anything like that. And I'll just like not, I don't know if it's anxiety, but I just won't bring it up. Cause it's just like, Hey, you know what? Like, I'm not trying to have, like, I don't want the wrong person to overhear it. And they're just kind of like, Ooh, Steven forgot that guy's fries. Yeah. And then his boss is like, this I is get the that. third time but this also week I feel like, like, I'm not trying to do that to somebody. <laughs> it could have been justified. I feel like the law does, uh, the law doesn't go that in depth. <laughs> It's just a law. <laughs> you want to know something about Yeah, laws? it's a law. Exactly, Maddie. It's a law. <laughs> They're meant to be broken. Everybody mm. breaks them. No, they're meant to be followed so you can have some basis. Mm, that sounds like someone who doesn't have <laughs> alcohol in grocery stores in their state, what they would say. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't because I didn't know that was a thing. 
<laughs> until I like I was at Virginia. I was not. I wasn't even like Virginia, Virginia. I was like, what is that first town? When you, oh, hold on, I'm on Google Maps. Let me look it up. The first time, you, the first town you hit. Oh, when you I was hit thinking Virginia. of the other way. I think it was like Arlington. Yeah, like it was I... Arlington. <laughs> mm, I can tell Alexandria. you, Alexandria. Because I'm thinking of like coming from like North Carolina. I was like, uh, Richmond. Oh, that's not right there. Where is it? Yeah. What am I doing? Middle. No, Richmond's like in the middle. Give me the state line. I can't not think about Chris Chan. You can't hear about what? It's it's the worst. That's why I will not move there. Spell it for me. I do you know who Chris Chan is? Chris Chan. Okay, hold on. I'll. (laughs) You don't know. You're not chronically online like like me, but. I'm going. No, <laughs> no, you're me. He's on. No, you're me. Tonight, See, he's not. He's a rabbit hole we can't cover tonight in its entirety. Oh Posting my god. signs in public places. Oh my god. He was loitering. <laughs> that was his because he was on a love quest. Yeah, he was on a love quest, so he would post uh, saying, I'm a young, I'm a single Fortune 24 year old man. Yeah. I'm reading. Oh yeah, this will this will have to be another episode. It sounds like I'll have to do my research. I love Christian. You know what would be a fun fun episode would be like what like reacting oh, to Chris Hansen. Say... Have a seat. Chris Hansen. <laughs> God, that's the name I've heard in a while. Have a seat. Have a seat. Ooh, speaking of reacting to Hanson, <laughs> our lovely guest here, Maddie, thought that we could try something new in terms of content. Um, usually with me and Zach, we talk about things we see on Twitter and like kind of give you guys our reaction or opinions on it. But Maddie is kind of like me where we're kind of a bit less politically inclined. To where it's just like, oh, these like political commentators said this one thing about, uh, yeah, I'm like, I'm just kind of like, like, oh, "Oh, that's bad. I like listening to this podcast. I I hope it's not heavily political whenever I'm on here because I'm just a like how I was talking earlier about the Fergus incident. Like, I'm just like, oh, yes, bad things. Yes, ignorant. There's ignorance involved. Right. You don't. Because, like, I feel like nine times out of ten with a lot of issues, and I'm not, like, trying to, like, what's the word, like, downplay the issues. It's, but, like, mainly it's ignorance. Downplay? And I, I recognize it, but I guess, like, at this point, like, it's happened for so long. I'm tired of being angry about it. If, like, like I'm just kind of like mm-hmm. I th- I heard you talking about this like it's like what could one person do? You know what I mean? Like I clock in, clock out of my 9 to 5 job. And then I come home and I do my homework for like the rest mm-hmm. of my life. And like how basically I'm just at the point of like where is my mm-hmm. impact? Right, like, what more can I do than just yes. go? 
this sucks and I have a very strong opinion about it, but it's like, what is that opinion really going to do? In the no, yeah, now there's things? some things. There's some no things that, like, so. I am very gung-ho about, like, deaf culture and all this different, like, things that, like, have been with me for, like, my whole life. But, like, I also feel like I'm also ignorant, especially about race. I feel like... I... You know what I mean? Like, I feel like I'm not the person people should go to to be like... Ah, uh. <laughs> they shouldn't go. Hey, Maddie, I grew up in a very rural town, and like our opinions of black people have been really bad. Yeah, move, that. Can, move out of that town and find somewhere <laughs> that aligns or aligns mostly. That's like my main advice. It's like I feel like the most change you can do for a community mm. is getting out of that toxic nature soon you're going to be thinning the herd in that in that one place mm -hmm. and soon there's going to just be the bigots and they're just gonna they're gonna just be like um broken records to each other yeah right and then they're gonna get sick of that and then yeah like i feel like that's like the realize, best hmm, way like, obviously i'm not stupid. saying like ah uh, let's stop talking about the issues us talking about issues is the way the broken records are gonna break um, I just feel like mm -hmm. my tiny voice is not enough, nor do I have enough power behind my voice mm -hmm. to be enough yet. Who knows? Maybe I'll become president. Who knows? Mm -hmm. <laughs> I, my I used to have this joke yeah. and like, bro, it was high school, Maddie, like you High school Maddie was a different breed. Um, mm -hmm. Hell no. Oh, she was yeah. like on a racist side. No, like, I, was yeah, like a, I was more That's like a. I was more like I would. <laughs> I'd say yeah. I think I'd be a really good democratic dictator, and people are like, "These are opposites." I'm like, no, not really. Like, I would have people vote so I could get the general consensus, but then I would do whatever I want. Because, like, I feel like some things, like, if I'm, like, educated <laughs> on, I'd be like, oh, yeah, yeah, I can, I see that. I can see that, like, why you guys feel that way. I gotcha. But then there's some things that I'm just like, fuck y'all, y'all are stupid. Like, <laughs> I'm gonna do what I want, you know? <laughs> yeah, I feel, yeah. Not that That's what champ. I meant. What and, like, I, I feel do. like... <laughs> Yeah, I was just like, oh yeah, I if I was mm -hmm. elected president, I would just change it to like a democratic dictatorship. I feel like that's that's much better. <laughs> president. <laughs> I think <laughs> I'm gonna play <laughs> I'm gonna play a Zach and say that wouldn't work because the person who would come after you would be like, okay. Now I want to do what I want to do, and I want you all. No, to yeah, look I feel like, like the next person like would definitely be like a king, Kim Jong Un. So... But they don't understand the theory behind my madness of a democratic dictatorship. Because like, like, because like sometimes, like with my so anxiety-ridden, ridden teenage self, I would think about it like how it would work. Like I would still keep like checks and balances. 
I would still keep that, like, to keep me in check, like, even with, like, they would still <laughs> vote on what I say. Like, I would, so, like, so, basically, the people would vote. I'd be like, hey, <laughs> sup, um, hot dogs or hamburgers? Everybody would, the people would vote hamburgers, right? And I'd be like, mm. <laughs> but hot dogs. <laughs> <laughs> What is this? <laughs> well, like, I don't want to get into something just like. Did you do, like, um, ketchup from like, mustard? <laughs> too deep that we have to go on another tangent about another thing. So, like, hamburgers or hot dogs? The people want the hamburgers. <laughs> but. Uh, maybe they realize the that chicken want. hot dogs are really good. You've never had a chicken hot dog? Yeah, it's for, like, um, Jewish people. Chicken hot dog. Is that a like, thing? Like, you probably uh, have a lot of them. So a lot of before? places use chicken and pork mixture. Because, you know, chicken's really good at keeping, like... Mm-hmm. Chicken's a really good binder for meat. I'd say. No, the pork is. Like, chicken's really good for, like, keeping flavor and sustaining, mm-hmm. like, salt and anything like that. So, like... Chicken's really good in with the pork, mm-hmm. but like a solely chicken hot dog, bro, that is diesel. Like, I could probably, I could probably down like a twenty-five pack after a workout. <laughs> I think I could, I think I could do twenty-five glizzies. <laughs> twenty-five. Is that what they're called? Is that what the young kids call it? A glizzy? <laughs> <laughs> Those whippersnappers. Yeah, they they still do, <laughs> but. <laughs> I'm just as young as them, but you're just as young. <laughs> like, yep. We're we all. I, I was just gonna say, don't we're know what all the same generation. <laughs> Actually, that I was gonna go more the direction because of I'm you're deaf from because Union. I can't hear what they're saying. But, uh, I guess Union. <laughs> yeah, let's small go town, small big town, heart. Like I'm literally this one working here. <laughs> Um. <laughs> so yeah, am I the asshole? I found. Do you want to go with yours first that you found? Am I the asshole? Whoa, 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 whoa! <laughs> Watch with the hard transition. <laughs> Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Beta Vanquish Podcast. So we're gonna try something different from Twitter reactions. We are gonna go to Am I the Asshole from Reddit? Very and we are going to voice our yeah, opinions about You read them. yours first, because um, I'm gonna like to listen to you first? while I skim mine, so I don't make a fool of myself more than I already have. <laughs> no, it's okay. No, it's okay. Askent. Well, my Maryland Askent accent and how I say. What? What? Not water. Water. No, yeah, you're definitely gonna no, hear probably no, some southern drawl. Ha, I'm ha, seeing ha. a lot of words. <laughs> on drawl. Drawl. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll get started. So, am I the asshole for refusing to pay child support to my ex-wife for our children so she and her husband can save for their kids? My ex-wife and I are the parents of a daughter who is 17 and a son who is 15. We share custody of our kids 50-50, and we have been divorced for 13 years now. Neither of us pays child support because we have equal time with the kids, and we uh, split the cost of everything, school, medical, dental, blah, blah, blah. I opened up bank accounts for my kids 
when each was born and I've saved from the get-go, but around eight or so years ago, I came into some money. I came into some money, I'm assuming issues, because I was injured at work and I put that money into their accounts. As well as a as well as this, a relative died four years ago, and I was left a sum of money that also went into the accounts for my children. Oh, I'm sorry, but around eight years okay, ago, he yeah. came into money because he got injured on the job and got, you know, workers' comp. So, yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. Uh, the money I have now saved for them will not help them tremendously in their futures, whether they go to college or not. My ex-wife remarried several years ago. Her stepdaughter is 16. She's got a nephew of her husband's. She's got a nephew of her husband's they are raising uh, who is 14 and she has a seven and five year old with her husband ex-wife wanted to talk to me about college for our kids and she told me that she and her husband had told all of their kids that community college would be the most affordable option for them and that they would get as much help as possible but a more expensive school will be tough on them i told her that our kids would have that option if they wanted it because i have saved a more than healthy amount for them she asked why I never told her sooner, and I told her because I was taking care of our children, yeah. and it wasn't something she needed to know. Mm, true, true, true. Mm, I can see that. Um, a few days after this talk, she called me alongside her husband and said that they would like me to pay child support for our mm. kids so so that they could save more money for their other children's futures. Wow, that's fucked up. <laughs> that's fucked up. Um... I told her I was not going to pay her child support just so she could support the other children in her home. Her husband... Okay, before I continue this, can't, like, isn't... I think that very stupid He doesn't have to pay um, child support? Is that because how Because... It depends also okay. on, like, custody. I'm pretty sure don't have a child, but, like, from what I know, um, I feel like, mm -hmm. if she has the child major the children majority... Just because there, it's a dual-income house, that doesn't necessarily mean that mm. their stepfather has to... It's the same thing that, like, the way that he's thinking, like, I don't have to provide for her husband's thing, her husband's children, or her, her, her new husband's children. The stepfather doesn't necessarily have to provide mm -hmm. for stepchildren, I guess. Like... It's good, and most families do it, but, like, right. if there's arrangements for custody, like, oh, I do have to pay child support, or vice versa, someone pays child support to me, it just depends on the lot, and, like, what the legal side set up, and if they even discussed, like, in, like, divorce and custody gotcha. battles about, like how finances are set up. Mm -hmm. Okay, okay. Um, what did I to leave mm -hmm. off? I told her I was not going to pay her child support just so she could support the other children in her home. Her husband told me I could always offer to split the money between all of the children. I told him I was not paying for his kids to go to college. I told them I only had a responsibility to my children. I told them if they wanted to save more money, I would happily take the kids more if they my kids mm -hmm. want to spend more time at home with me okay so she has custody and uh they said if they wanted more money i would just take so basically i i'm assuming he's just trying to say oh yeah well if you want more money i'll take custody of the kids so you don't have to worry about them essentially 
ex-wife called me cruel and said keeping 50 50 and paying money so our kids siblings can go to college should be a no-brainer for me i told her today i have an obligation to help her support her entire household is a day in another universe where we never broke up but we did and she has to accept that she is equally responsible for our kids as me they both told me i was an ass and even though i feel like i'm crazy for asking i must ask am i the asshole eta the courts did not order uh child support mm. because i only make a little more than my ex-wife and i was well below the threshold they used to determine child support and 50 50 custody cases i have controlled the money my children are aware it is there and we have talked about it but they are still undecided okay so they i wonder if he has it so like oh here's where my um three months of banking experience um comes out um i wonder so like there's um, a mm-hmm. lot of places that are like um, financial assistance programs, they have like um, minor sh- um, interest saving, or like I think it's like it's not like low, like not like a CD rate, mm-hmm. but also not like um, putting it into a four hundred one k, but it's mm-hmm. similar, and it's like a college savings plan where they take out a certain amount of check or put a certain portion aside and let it accrue interest um i wonder if that's maybe why they don't have access to the money to it yet because they do have to be a certain age depending on the contract to take it out but um also how old are the children they're still like mm-hmm. what 13 14 is what you said right if it's even there um so his children are uh okay oh, yeah, yeah. So, so like they have a daughter who's 17 and it should be it's probably accessible to the daughter but like he's saying they don't have access yet because she hasn't probably applied anywhere or any like plans of that nature but um i kind of think no they do have a full house and i'm wondering Damn, they got a full house because I feel like maybe I feel like it was like the question was at the wrong time. If that makes sense, I feel like oh they I feel like it was like oh they brought up finances, they brought up a savings account for the children, and even though like they're about the same in salary wage, I feel like maybe she was meaning to bring up like child support and like some type of. Like, you know what I mean? Like, well, it's been on the back burner in her head. And, like, that one thing, like... It's, like, with me specifically. Like, if I have something that, like, I forget about. And someone says, like, one word. It could be, like, the most randomest word. And somehow it correlates to what I'm thinking about. I'll be like, oh, my gosh. That's the thing I need to ask them. Or that's, like... Mm-hmm. That's something I needed to do. Like, it just, like... It's kind of like hypnotism. Like, I'm just like, ah... Ah, I'm awoken from my slumber. <laughs> I now know what I was supposed to be doing. But I'm not trying to be like... I, I still think she's kind of an asshole for calling him an asshole. Like, I don't think he should be paying... I think everyone's the asshole. Because... Mm, no. I think... No, I think yeah, the ex-wife I, I is can, the I'm leaning more towards the them being the asshole. Like, her being the asshole. But I can also see, like, I feel like it was just a lot of, like, rushed things happening. 
like, and I'm also just totally assuming, like, I'm putting myself in her shoes. Like, if I understand that she has responsibility for her kids as well and their finances. But I feel like, I feel like there's other things that's, like, kind of out of context. And we're only getting one side. Because, like, we don't know the dynamic of Mm -hmm. the finances on her side now. Like... Um, I feel like, yeah, there's I, just not enough information for both sides for me. Um, I feel like he was in the right of being like, what the fuck? Fuck you. Like, don't take my money. But also, I understand, mm-hmm. in a way, why she might be asking for it. But then I'm like, oh, if you're going to use that to save for your children, it's going back. Why not just use the money? Like, why give money to people? You know what I mean? Like, why put it, pass it through the dish rag, I guess? I think for me, it's just like, so what he heard was, so pretty much he had mm-hmm. all this money saved pretty much for his kids, his kids, like, college fund, and just for in general for their lives. And then once she caught wind of, oh, you have this much money saved, well, we wanted the, you know, mm-hmm. we wanted their step-siblings and yeah. like their half-siblings to go to um college as well. Like, it would be nice if you kind of gave some mm-hmm. money as well. Because I'm also seeing from just the context of his side of the story. um And she's just, she was just kind of like, oh, well, like, I know these aren't your kids, but it would be nice yeah, if you I kind feel of like, help them I out feel as like, well. And it's just yeah, like, no, he has yeah. no responsibility I for feel that. like so, no. also the, like, I think that that situation would work if they had a really healthy co-parenting system set up. Like, a lot of families are doing it now and doing it much better now. Mm-hmm. But, um, I feel like their family mm-hmm. dynamic isn't set up like that. And I feel like she's still trying, the ex-wife is still trying to leech off even though, like, they're done for, like, she has someone else. That, and that should be the person who's focusing on those and children's finances. Like, I'm not trying to separate, like, child, like stepchildren, like, half-siblings, stepchildren, whatever. I'm not trying to separate them, but, like, their father should have already probably been thinking about that. Yeah, so that's his problem that's the step mm-hmm. that's her new husband's problem instead of his problem you know what i mean because it's just like who are you to say oh yeah like i know these aren't your kids by blood but it'd be nice if you could help them out it's just yeah like, no. you're in a marriage like, you like, that man you, you guys, can figure you it out. guys need to work that out because you guys signed up yeah. to make a blended family literally they had and then they had so and the the wife the ex-wife she has like she had the two kids from a previous marriage, uh, his one, the new husband's son, they're taking care of the husband's nephew, and then they had two oh, I didn't kids, pick, so a seven I didn't pick up the nephew. That house is packed. No wonder they can't. Yeah, so they, so in that new home, it's, uh, the two, the two original posters, two kids, it's the stepdaughter who's 16, the nephew of the husband who's 14, and then she had a seven and a five year old with the husband. There were one, yeah, two, no. three, four, five, yeah. six kids in that household. 
Gotta get on those food stamps. Yeah, no wonder they don't have money for anything. They would get good food stamps. Literally. Oh, they're gonna get like oh they are gonna get like 10k. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I get it. I was trying to be like everyone's asshole because I feel like the situation shouldn't have been like so informal. And like, hey, slide me some money, slide me some bones. Yeah, like yeah. No, this situation. Um user's not the asshole. Yeah, the user's not the asshole. Conclusion. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> All right, let's read okay, your story. Okay, so mine and is I... titled, Am I the <laughs> Asshole for Calling there. My Mother a Soulless Bitch Who Doesn't Deserve Her Children's Love? <laughs> Dropping the bombs. Okay, all right, it's getting juicy. Um, It starts off with, I honestly think my mother is a terrible human being, so I might be biased. So I'm asking here. I, 26 male, am very protective of my siblings. 19 female, 16 male, 8 male with special needs. Since I have basically raised them, even when I was a child myself, and since becoming an adult, have become their guardian. This is due to our mother always being away for quote-unquote mommy time. Her way of saying going to the club, taking drugs, and then getting railed by whatever guy she's clinging to for free drugs. Also, in and out of prison. (laughs) My sister, 19... My sister, the sister, wanted to try and fix her relationship with our mother since apparently our mother is getting better and is going through programs. I know the song and dance. She says she's better and she's really good at acting like it. Someone believes her BS. She gets in... Gets in their good graces till she can ask for money to, quote-unquote, get back on her feet. Then, bam, the bitch is gone. (laughs) I warned my sister about all of this because (laughs) as much as I love my sister, she is forgiving and gullible. Most 19-year-olds are. But also told her she's an adult now and I'm not going to stop her, but just be Mm -hmm. careful. On the day she was to meet up with her... She was nervous and anxious to go alone, especially not after seeing her for seven years. And I could see it, so I offered to go with her as support. A very important detail is that my sister has always been a tomboy, but kind of repressed that side when we still lived with our mother since she was very abusive about it and was a huge bully. Since living with me, she has gone full tomboy and is very much masculine presenting. I'm so happy she's comfortable with me that she can be who she wants, but a lot of people do think she's trans, so that's a sort spot for her since she still identifies as a woman well the second we get into the restaurant and sit down our mother's Mm -hmm. first words were oh my god you're not one of those transgenders are you with a disgusted look on her face my sister ran out crying i told my mother she's a soulless bitch who doesn't deserve her children's love and is going to die unloved and alone she (laughs) she calls me an asshole in other names while i left (laughs) I feel like an asshole because I stooped to her level, but some part of me still thinks she deserves those words. Am I the asshole? Okay, so right off the bat, um, Mm. I feel like saying, like, I understand the cycle, like, I've had people in my life who's been addicted to, like, hardcore drugs, um, I don't, like, just from that asset, I don't mm-hmm. like throwing in the addiction cycle in their face. I get it. It's frustrating as someone who's on the other end. 
like it's hella frustrating like dealing with that and like watching the people you love or the people who are supposed to love you go through this cycle of i'm getting better again and then betraying you i feel like if that's been happening to mm-hmm. the writer for a long time i'm assuming since like he was born and then his siblings on after that he should have been more strict with the sister and on like and set boundaries with the sister and not just be like oh you're an adult I feel like okay because like I feel like either way it's gonna set up a Rapunzel moment like she's either gonna be trapped by her brother trying to protect her from her mother until he sees fit Mm -hmm. that she is old enough to establish a relationship or what happened um Mm -hmm. the events that happened with the mother berate not berating but like insulting her daughter which is similar to when rapunzel does escape Mm -hmm. and when she escapes there's consequences like, I'm talking about, like, Brothers Grimm, like, where she gets blinded. Yeah, so, like, I feel like him right, right. not, like, I understand, like, oh, she's an adult, but I feel like he could have pressed more on the, our mother is not well, and I'm assuming she probably hasn't got, like, official, like, help, like, went to a clinic or a rehabilitation center, just by, like, how much the cycle seems to be going on. Mm-hmm. Um, not saying that like rehabs fix everything they don't it's a tool but like it sounds like right, um, especially with the whole the quote unquote mommy time it sounds like a lot of um, there's a lot of mental illness on top of drug use that needs to be dissected um, mm-hmm. and I just feel like him knowing and him experiencing his mom longer and his sister by what a couple of years a, a lot of couple of years um i feel like he could have been more stern with her and like mm-hmm. guided her and been like look you are an adult you are 19 years old you are the, you have every right to make your decisions but i'm going to tell you that right now is probably not the best time to make a relationship with your mother and it's the hard truth, but I feel like in this um, scenario, in this moment, I think that's what she needed to hear, especially if she was feeling anxious to go alone. That means she felt unsafe, mm. which I get. Like, not when did when did he take guardianship of her? Let me read. Right, and since yeah, he was an adult, so 18, 19, I'm assuming, maybe even 20. So he's raised them. He was like the typical older sibling. Mm-hmm. And then he got legal custody of them when he became an adult. So I'm assuming mm-hmm. around early 20s, late teens. Um, And she was in prison, in and out of prison. So I feel like they just gave him legal custody. Um, so yeah, so he's been their guardian for 
We'll just say it's he got him at 18. For like about eight years now. I want to say, I'm just basing it off of, he's 26 eight now. Years. I'm just basing it off of if he got them like around 18. Mm-hmm. So he's been the guardian for eight years. You should know mm-hmm. how your your mother is not well and your mother's not getting the appropriate help. And I, yeah, and like, even true. though, yeah, your sister's over 18, does she have the right emotional capability and emotional strength to make this decision on her own? I think that's where I'm seeing it as. I'm seeing it as a like, Mm-hmm. Yeah, they did not. The sister, I guess, all the children did not have contact with the mother for seven years. I would, that would be. Mm-hmm. I feel like the first time they should have met up should have been in a after seven years should have been in a therapy session. Like not like not like the first time, but yeah, like maybe. guided visits visits with like a structured presence that isn't your brother. And it should be everyone there. All of the siblings mm-hmm. there. I don't think meeting at a restaurant in a public place where you don't know what's going to pop out of your mother's mouth. I don't think that's a very safe space. Your sister needed mm-hmm. space. Like a good grounding space for her anxieties so i can see i'm saying eta because like well not eta yeah eta i feel like the mom's an asshole i feel like i don't feel like the brother's an asshole i feel like he's insensitive Mm -hmm. though because i think he's emotionally numb to the fact because he was kind of like oh well you're old enough Mm -hmm. like Feeding, feeding you, feeding you to the wolves, basically. Yeah, I gotta say, like, mm-hmm. I feel like he's not. I mm-hmm. mean, he is weird because it's a mix of like he is, but he isn't because it, there's just not that like consideration there. But at the same time, like, th- their mom, their she, well, she's obviously doing drugs and she's obviously got her own problems. But at the same time, it's like. How much of it is just like everyone's just upset that their mom just is, was just very emotionally and probably physically abusive, mm-hmm. and then just that's just everyone's automatic. Just yeah, like it's when they see her, it's, it's kind just of just like, like oh, mm, he's been yeah. dealing with this and he's been their guardian. It felt like oh, once he she turned eighteen, he's no longer a guardian or a parent figure for her anymore, and. I, and I think that that mm-hmm. is not mm-hmm. the way. And also, he didn't sign up to be a parent. We should say that. It, he didn't sign up. He became a parent. Exactly. He became he a didn't. parent figure, mm-hmm. especially with the eight-year-old with special needs. He definitely... He's definitely mm. became a parent. Yeah. Yeah, like, that's, that like, what he people... Was thrown into. Like, that's what older siblings definitely don't want to happen. It's like, oh, something happened with my unreliable parents. Time to do what I've been doing, but with more responsibility and taxes. So I feel like that's where Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, I see, like, I want to say ETA, but, like, leaning more towards the mother's definitely the asshole. Like, just how they were a mother, even though, like, admittedly, she is ill. Like, I will admit that she is ill just by reading from the child's standpoint. Definitely ill, but also, Mm -hmm. there could have been more empathy. But also, also the brother, I can understand if the brother's tired. Definitely. Providing providing for three children plus Mm -hmm. yourself, probably not having a social life. Brother's so tired. Because of the commitment with two younger boys running around the house, and I'm assuming the daughter, the sister is still living with them as well. Like, I would be worn out. I would be burnt out if I was 26 years old and had to take care of three younger siblings. So I feel like it was kind of... Have you watched Shameless? <laughs> it sounds like a Fiona Gallagher No, but moment. I've heard a lot about it. Kind of tough love. Kind of like a, mm-hmm. I learned the hard way, so you have to, too. I... Mm, I don't think, like, oh, that, that tense. Sounds... I don't think, like... Mm-hmm. Ah, uh, my computer mm. fell asleep. Ah, uh, I was trying to read. I don't think... <laughs> mm. I'm reading the comments, too. A lot of people are asking the same questions, like, has she tried therapy or rehabilitation? A lot of people are saying, not the asshole, which I get why. I'm just kind of like... Mm-hmm. I think that, like, my thing is, is like, oh, yeah, he's not the asshole, but, like, he could have been better in that situation. He could have been more of a guard in the guardianship. Yeah, it kind of felt like, oh, mm-hmm. but he just kind of wasn't. Um... Surprise, our mom's still an asshole. <laughs> no. <laughs> So, like, I am definitely, like, and not the asshole, but also (laughs) there's more things that could have been developed. I also feel Mm -hmm. like it's things that he Mm -hmm. wasn't, like, prepared to be developed on. He's 26. Yeah. And, like, learn. Like, that's literally, like, the trope of... Fiona Gallagher, like, she just soon, she, like, becomes a badass bitch. Towards the end, she's just like, I'm done caring for you guys. But. That's sad. It's very sad that, like, and, like, that's just one person who, um, is, like, coming out about it and asking, you know, Mm-hmm. Like the situation, we just all hear all we do here on the Beta Banquet podcast just wish for the better yeah, most in these situations like this because this is just kind of awful to deal with, and like we just hope, we just hope most people just don't have to deal with that in general. But um, yeah, I think it was How very well. Like I feel like because uh, we like talked today, about Maddie. like doing this like thirty forty minutes before. I feel like if we really, like, dug deep and we found some good ones, 
Because I feel like this had way more discussion than any political discussion would have been with me. Um, I'm being flat out honest. Like, I would have been like, wow, that's bad. Here is literary device. Insert literary device here. And, oh, this book that I read is has the similar yeah. themes. Like, that's what have been a political discussion with me. Um, I kind of like ethics and, like, talking about ethics way more and diving deep in Am I the Asshole. A lot of people, like, on other podcasts and YouTube find good ones. No, yeah, you have to find the ones that are gonna, least like, upvoted. Those this are the is ones a... that are like, huh. You go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. They're juicy. Like, oh. Like, did you hear about the oh, one where there is about, like, a newly married, like, stepfather married into the family, has two teenage boys, and he was trying to tell the teenage girl like wrap her like um sanitary napkins better like her period products better in the trash can yeah he was basically like oh if you're gonna bleed don't throw it in the trash can yeah, even though there's like one bathroom with the teenage or, like, boys, do it where we can't apparently see he was it. grossing his sons out. Mm-hmm. They were teenagers. They were teenagers. Uh, I will say that up. they were like I mean, they're literal kids, but still grow up. No, yeah. I don't care? It's just like you gotta like, understand that's a natural. Function that was the that most general like, consensus yeah, women... of most people who've like read over so it. Was over like, it. Was like she was like he brought it up to her. And she was just like, well, I can't really stop it. And also, it's bad for the septic system to flush it. Like, so, Mm -hmm. the the solutions you're giving me are not going to work, so fuck off. She was, like, kind of offended. I would be offended, too, if someone came up to me and said, like, hey, stop doing that thing you can't control. Yeah, hey, that thing, hey, Maddie. You're oh, like yeah, I'll try. Breathing. I'll try. I'm going like, to try. a lot. You might knock it off. Like, <laughs> like yeah. Well, I can imagine that if someone came up to you and was just like, <laughs> like it just oh, yeah, Armana, the glasses you're wearing aren't really working for the vibe. Um, we prefer you just, like, go blind. Like, can you just take those off? Or, like, I get stopped at, a, like, imagine, imagine you get stopped at, like, by a cop. And they're just like, hey there, bud. And you're just like, okay, what do you want? What what do I do? And they're just like, oh, I just didn't like the glasses you're wearing. They're kind of tacky to me. I need to take those well, off. It's like, I literally can't that see. Like, well, identic memory it goes into play. Remember the roads. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So, like, there's, like, other ones like that where they're, like, stupid. it's not controversial, but it's just, like, shocking to read that people have to actually experience the idiocy that they do. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not even... So, like, I learned a long time ago the difference between ignorance and being an idiot is people who are ignorant have the information but don't know how to use it in context. And people who are idiots have the information, know how to mm-hmm. use it, but just choose not to. 
Um, I learned that um, in middle school. My teacher taught me that. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So like ever oh, since really? then, I'm. Yeah, that's why I've been like trying to rephrase a lot of things. I use ignorant a lot because I used to call everybody idiots. <laughs> Mm -hmm. <laughs> I've also been told I'm bossy. Not, not exactly the nicest thing to so, say to people. I guess it's just a thing <laughs> that I just come off harsh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like people will get over it, and I think it's people get offended. They're just kind of like, "Oh, you're not a manager, but you're telling me what to that's do." That's not how you should like, be well, thinking no, about it. I don't think that's really the case. It's it's really a problem when you're. Right. It's just more of just kind of uh, like yeah, also this is coming from Armana who thought I you. literally like hated his guts when I first met him. Because I had <laughs> this horrible death stare. Well he didn't Well, yeah, because I rolled my eyes. No, it was not were, it was not Starbucks you wanna know what the complicated part about it is drink. I asked for I like, oh my God, mocha powder go. in my sweet cream cold foam. Oh no, you have to add one thing to the blender that you're not Ugh. even hand whisking. Oh my god. No, and like also I have my this face god, that's an that extra I do. Step. And it's kind of been softened because like people have literally came up to me and thought that like I was like out to get them. Since I've been working at since I transferred to this store, um but my face, whenever I'm, like, on a hearing break or, like, I, I don't really want to, like, listen, is, like, literally, like, I stare <laughs> the most, like, lights off stare in the world. And I just keep walking. And I don't give the extra umph to my hearing that I need to be able to participate in a conversation. And it used to be really bad to the point where, like, in my orientation for this store, people thought that I didn't like them. But it was actually because I was trying to listen and try to hear what people were saying. Because mm. I am deaf. Mm. <laughs> Isn't it? Wouldn't, isn't that funny? You're just sitting there, you're just kind of like shaking your head as people say to like, oh, I just don't, I don't think Maddie likes us. And you're just kind of like, you just pipe up and you're just like, yeah, that's like, honestly, that's a lot like, of the times that I have to like preface with people is that like, oh, <laughs> uh, I can't hear you. Or like, it's a lot of the times, like, I can't process <laughs> what you're saying. Like, I look at you like I think, like, it's mm -hmm. not that I mm -hmm. look at you like I think you're stupid. It's I look at you because I feel like I'm stupid because I can't keep up. Because <laughs> 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 no, I can imagine that too. When I would no, talk like, to you and you would look at me. My mouth you is like open because like I'm like trying to like, <laughs> like read <laughs> lips at the same time as like process all the audios. That I'm hearing because, like, having a lower hearing in one ear than the other, it feels like <laughs> the sound that's coming from my hearing ear is just like radiating around me in like a Doppler. It goes, whoa, whoa, whoa. And so, like, I'm just like, okay, mm -hmm. do, 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 do. Let me party hard and just freaking. I literally. 
Um, <laughs> yeah, it's it's rough out here. And, I feel for you, though. Because <laughs> you just sit there looking. And people get offended. People, people get offended. And I don't. The thing is, is, I don't think people take me seriously <laughs> when I say, "Oh, I am deaf. I am hard of hearing. I literally use sign language as a crutch to help me with my day to day life." People are just like, mm, "No." They, they literally think that I'm like. I just want to not well, you hear. You said <laughs> I just think it's so cool to not hear. That's not the case. Like, there's one lady at work that flat out denied that I can't hear. And yeah, and I'm just like, mm. yeah, that's fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> Can you repeat that? It's just like. It's like just because I look yeah, healthy and I, and I walk I and I don't have a limb doesn't mean I like, don't have oh, a disability. Yeah, like, just because I, I feel like a lot of times with deaf people, like hearing people, like shaving deaf people, I feel like it's a lot of, oh, you don't sound deaf. Because like my aunt and uncle, they have like broken English, kind of, or like slurred English, I guess you could say. Um, mm-hmm. They're like, oh, you don't sound deaf. I'm like, well, didn't know hearing loss had a sound. It's kind of redundant. <laughs> we can't hear it, so how does it matter? <laughs> um, but like, I it was also like ingrained to me. Like my, I did speech therapy, and I read lips, so I know like how things look. You know what I mean? Like me looking at someone's lips, I know what the word is. I know what it sounds like. Because I have the luxury of having mm-hmm, one ear. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then yeah, also just that opportunity to therapy like you mentioned. Having people like repeat what themselves honestly helps a lot. But people get so annoyed. So I'm just like at the point where I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Hee <laughs> 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 thank you. <laughs> you for respecting my decisions but yeah it um, is that that is gonna be it for the yes. beta banquet podcast today it oh is yeah getting late 4 a.m baby and i know do you have work tomorrow no it's okay um, i feel like this is gonna wake okay, i'm gonna make I my coffee for tomorrow <laughs> yeah. and then i'm gonna wake up oh well the beta banquet podcast appreciates well we don't appreciate we do require our listeners to get eight hours of sleep so we are going to let our guest today maddie well first off thank you maddie for being here on the podcast uh it would would have been so nice to have zach here too but you know he was just out he's just, just yeah this is so much you know, fun we and maybe we could have you again ADHD on sometime. will be we more regulated it. yeah <laughs> No, it's fine. Yeah. My, that literally, their episodes because of my ADHD were just no order. But it's just I always like the the beta banquet is just like anything's on the table. Um, I really don't have much to say, but I like when we have guests on here, and especially with Zach. Um, we want to hear what you guys have to say and everything. But it really it it brings a, a tingle. Uh, it tickles my heart, as you would <laughs> someone say. Then uh, we have our guest here, and they're happy. Yeah. But yeah. Um. 
No Thank problem. you for being on today. Like, I was trying to print something for, for someone. Out it turns schedule. out my printer doesn't work. Yeah, of course. So we're getting snow at 3 a.m. Oh, God. <laughs> In this news... Uh, well, you hear that first? You hear that, folks? In Arundel County is, mm. is going to get Can't a 30% English. chance of snow the, uh, at 3 a.m. And apparently it's an 80% at 6 a.m. that we're having snowfall. Yes, sir. Well, then it turns into it's rain, snowed in so and like, I have nowhere to go, so it's like, what's the point anyway for me? Yeah, <laughs> can't wait to see you at work. <laughs> yeah, I'll be fine. But yeah, <laughs> all right. Thank you guys for listening. Yeah. We'll see you around. Thank you. Goodbye. Knock your socks off.